Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and good evening. This is Joelle and I'm the Vibrarian. Welcome to this episode of the Psychic Inside Show. Now, I believe that everyone is psychic and you just may not realize it. So when I have these opportunities to have conversations with amazing people, my intention is for you to find out that there are a lot of people like you who have really opened up to all of the aspects of themselves in a way that will hopefully resonate for you and help you unlock your connections as well. I'm here on the Blog Talk platform, and of course, this show is distributed through all of the podcasting networks, so you can find us on iTunes and Google Podcasts. Also, these episodes will be up on the Vibrary YouTube channel for you to listen to at your own pace and at your own time in the future. So I do invite you to connect in for a review after tonight's call. If you are listening live, or you can call in the number 646-787-8436. And if you have a question or would like to make a comment, just press the pound key or the hash key and one, and that will kind of flag in and let me know that you're waiting in line to join the elevated conversation this evening. And also, please do connect with me out in the social world. You can find me at, at The Vibrarian, and that is T-H-E-V-I-B-E-R-A-R-I-A-N. As we know, that E is all about our energy, our frequency. And with the goal of enlightening, elevating, and empowering all of these things that I'm doing activity-wise and sharing are with that one mission and purpose. Now, my guest this evening, I just am smiling from ear to ear if you can hear the happy in my voice because she is like a beautiful ray of sunshine. So my guest this evening is Shannon Nicole, and she is known out in the social world as Heaven to Earth 1111. And I met Shannon on the weekend of the Grand Solar Eclipse back in 2017. If you remember, I mean, it doesn't seem like so long ago, but it was now, I think, five years ago. And we were at a retreat together, a day retreat up in north, uh, north metro Atlanta <laughs> that weekend. And what I remember is that she did not talk much but she smiled a lot and had a sunshiny disposition the whole time. And so uh, as time progressed, we wound up being connected through the network of attendees of that conference. Um, it was hosted by Kalina Malnar, who has also been a guest on this show before, and Debbie Dubois. And both of them uh, also came on for an episode where we talked about Twin Flames a few years ago. So that connection has just fostered a blossoming of other connections with people who were on a similar journey. And Shannon and I began connecting and having conversations and it, then she would activate me and then I would activate her. And it was just this beautiful, supportive friendship that has evolved from that. And I'm truly delighted to be able to say that we are soul sisters on this journey. So tonight, welcome. I would love for you to know the woman that I am getting to know, Shannon Nicole. Welcome to the Psychic Inside Show. 
Thank you, Joelle. Thank you for having me on this show. It's been a long time coming, and that was a great introduction as to how we came to know each other and during that big grand eclipse as well. Um, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm here to empower, inspire, and you always inspire me as well with all of your wisdom and your intuition as well. So it's a great combination, and we just have so much fun. <laughs> yes, and so much enlightenment during our conversations. <laughs> Absolutely, and that energy well, just you. continued to go out and about as we've connected other friends <laughs> with you and each other, and you've connected me with other people, and it is truly, really so visible in the way that we yes. have so much more in common than what we realize. So, but I mean, Shetty, you were on your awakening journey long before the solar eclipse ever happened and shook us all up. Do you resonate <laughs> with the term psychic? Well, as I go along, I resonate more. Of course, like you said, we're always, um, you know, coming into our psychic awareness. We all have those abilities um, and mediumship and things like that. So I always say, um, we're really awakening since birth, but there's those pivotal moments, you know, that we really w awaken and the veil is lifted, you know, off. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really what happened to me. So I don't, I, as we've talked about, you know, labels, I kind of uh, are scared mm -hmm. of a little bit, you know, I try to, you know, keep most labels off of me. But um, yeah, I just... I, I absolutely have the psychic abilities, the clairvoyance is very strong, and the clairaudience, of course. Mm -hmm. So it's been quite a journey, absolutely. Now, when you were a child, do, do you recall experiencing any of your clairs or having anything that let you kind of have a clue of what was to come later in your life? I did. When I, when I went back... Um, you know, that's what this journey is all about is kind of going back and seeing where we kind of lost pieces of ourselves and aspects. And I was really a, the writer and the poet. I was always writing like in art uh, classes like poetry and, um, you know, all of those short stories, a lot surrounding unicorns and my <laughs> mythical creatures. <laughs> but um, I was always, yeah, very intuitive. My grandmother picked up on it, and I really supported me and encouraged me in it. And she is also the one that had the natural um, healing abilities as well that I did not pick up on until I awakened. Mm, so, okay. Yes, for sure. Yes. And was she still living when you went through your awakening, or is she still living now? I would say she probably she was one of the first that triggered my pivotal moment of my awakening. Mm -hmm. That was really back in 2007. Okay. Um, so, yes, she she was definitely one that triggered my awakening. Okay. Mm -hmm. that's, well, that's good. So was it helpful then to have in your family then um, a, a, a way of having an explanation through what she was able to share with you? With the family, you mean? Like, yes, with having your grandmother, like, being able to step in with you and, and help you understand what was happening or to have someone to talk with or learn from. I did learn from her. I don't think any of the family was really aware of their own abilities in the family to kind of pass mm -hmm. down. She wasn't aware of 
she just taught by example. You know, I remember I was, I grew up with her. I did not like school. So mm-hmm. I rejected nursery school. We knew that. And so my mm-hmm. mother was able to talk to her and she was able to take me in. And all of my memories are surrounding her taking in wildlife, whether it was baby bunnies, mm-hmm. um, baby birds that got hurt, even a praying mantis. Um, she took in and healed, you know, and she taught me a lot about that. You know, when I'd come over and she'd say, well, that one didn't make it, you know, but that's what happens mm-hmm. sometimes in life. So she was able to really bring me so much to look back on and just realize how much of a healing, you know, path that I was on and how much, uh, you know, that there was healers in the family. I have a cousin that's a doctor as well. So mm-hmm. there's definitely healing in the family. They just don't really look at it that way. Right. Come out and said, I'm a healer. (laughs) Right. But that's good that you were able to recognize the the wisdom that you were seeing. And many people say that, that, you know, like we all had like, you know, a grandparent or wise elder that just knew how to make a herb tea or knew how to tend Mm. to, they weren't opening a pill bottle they were brewing <laughs> or cooking something up, right? Or if they were yes. farmers, they knew how to make their, you know, their crops. They knew the land conversation that Earth was having in a way that Absolutely. I think modern generations have gotten away from. That's exactly from right. Tennessee, right? From, uh, did you, you've always lived in Tennessee? Uh, pretty much most of my life until I moved away from school to West Tennessee, but this is this definitely been my grid point for most of my life. Mm-hmm. One thing that I yes. noticed about you from following you on Instagram and social media and from our conversations is that you really do have this affinity with nature. And when you're walking out and about and I see like butterflies surrounding you or landing <laughs> on you, and of course yes. you have your beloved animal companions. And so it seems like you are an earth keeper and doing like really strong grid work out there in nature. Is that something that, when did you begin to consciously move into the aspect of, you know, communing with the fairies and the sprites and the elementals and the animals? I think definitely during the awakening, I always had a sense of it. I was always outdoors, you know, as we were growing up, you know, we just stayed outdoors more. And so I, I just have always definitely had that deep connection with the animal kingdom, um, bringing me messages. But when I awakened, that just became so much more. Because before I awakened, I really didn't know what a shaman was. I didn't know what divination tools were. I didn't have any sense, you know, that was shut down for some reason. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as I awakened, I just naturally started looking into, you know, shamanism and things like that because it just connected so deeply within because I was connecting so deeply and I was receiving so many messages that I had not received before to kind of guide me on my path and Mm. through my healing journey. Yeah. So you're awakening like this seems like one of those, as you said, when the veil is ripped off kind of um, experiences. (laughs) So like, what would you like to share about that, that, a moment of things looking different, very radically different for you. It really did. It was, you know, I call it a rude awakening sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, and of course we know, like I, I feel like, you know, I've 
resonated with the accelerated ascension path, but I often joke saying, I think they left me behind. I think my alarm clock kept going off and they just didn't alert me um, till a, a moment in time. And that's probably the way that it had to be. But a lot of my family members were you know, passing away the grandmother, the beloved grandmother, a lot of my family members that really uh, loved and gave me a lot of support in my life. And so my stepfather passed away. This was between seven, 2017 and 2013. And when my stepfather passed away, that was really the moment everything started to really shift. Um, mm-hmm. So it was, it was, it was definitely a hard awakening to Would where I a- felt. Go ahead. Well, I was I was just wondering if that was like, was would you call that a dark night of the soul, or was it less intense than that? It was less intense, but I would call it depression. And okay. but I was receiving a lot of spirit communication at that time through angel numbers, you know. And at the time, I remember a lot of it started with my birthday numbers. So I was a little bit in fear. I kept. Uh, talking to my husband at the time, and I said, I think I'm going to die on my birthday because um, mm. it keeps coming up. And and so angel numbers just kept coming, and which gave me peace at some level because I really felt like it was my family members that were passing over, crossing over, that they were letting mm. me know that they were okay. But just the force, and like you said, the it was just so ramped up that it was – you know, alarm clocks were going off within me. I mean, mm-hmm. it was very a hard, I call it a hard awakening, but it was all for a good reason. Um, you know, I went into that grief and depression. And then in 2015, I kind of, uh, you know, I met a spiritual catalyst, which right then and there opened me up. Uh, the veil was totally lifted and opened me up mm-hmm. to all of my spiritual gifts. And that is when the dark night of the soul started. (laughs) And uh, I became aware of the healing path and, you know, my need to heal uh, my childhood and my Mm -hmm. traumas. I became aware, you know, that I was on, I was what they call like a life path 11, which is known as kind of the wounded healer. And Mm -hmm. we go through these really tough experiences in childhood and life to really bring wisdom forward um, to be able to heal and empower others to heal as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was definitely a hard awakening. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of... <laughs> it takes a lot of grounding and nature to handle it. <laughs> well, yes, and that's the thing when we go through a phase of, like, even when you talk about the depression and, and grief and having feelings mm-hmm. that you don't necessarily have ready tools to deal with a lot of times we do isolate you know or we pull within and if going to nature is part of that or being cocooned up on our couch is part of that um process of withdrawing to seek self you know um it's not Mm -hmm. uncommon i guess is the basic lesson of that for people who are challenged with those kinds of things like a lot of loss in their life, you know, and needing yes. to cope the why of, or the grief and the the longing for those connections. When when yes. you were losing your family members, did or did mediumship start to manifest for you in terms of like you said them angel numbers and you knew that they were leaving you messages, but did you start to have manifestations of 
your loved ones from beyond the veil? Um, I did. You mean in visual, like in or physical manifestation? Or clairaudient or knowing, claircon, you know, it looks kind of different, I guess, yes. for everybody, uh, you know. Yes. Yes, um, definitely more clairaudience, um, clairvoyance of their messages to me of um, and vivid dreams. I would have a lot of visitation dreams. So that's where I would really come together with them was during my dream time. Mm-hmm. And and that's how I think my mediumship kind of came through is, you know, a softened mediumship, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then um, I know your stepfather, you've mentioned uh, many times how mm-hmm. uh, important he was for you in terms of your relationship. And so did you begin to have more direct communication after he ended up transitioning, more so than like your other relatives? I didn't say I had more direct communication with him. Mm-hmm. Um but I could say that I knew that they were guiding me and I can mm-hmm. tell a difference in who is guiding me. Um, I know I'm going through, even right now, I'm going through another phase of healing, um, his traumatic kind of passing. And mm-hmm. it was a week long event. And even today I was on my way home from, you know, the trails and mm-hmm. a song came on that reminds me of him all the time. So I started to kind of purge and uh, mm-hmm. so I, so there I know he's really close and, um, you know, they're always with us, our loved ones on the other side. And I think it's really important right now is, you know, a lot of people are going through the loss of their loved ones, you know, whether mm-hmm. through illness or natural causes, there just seems to be a real um, healing time going on and, and a lot of our loved ones passing over right now, mm-hmm. transitioning. When you were talking about, like, from 2013 to 2017, having a wave of per constant uh, release of loved ones, I thought about that because we heal and then we show others a pathway of healing. It seems like it was yeah. definitely preparing you to be the space holder and the facilitator that you are now for people who the last two or three years um, have gone through that. Um, so that definite yes. manifestation of your 11 life path is like you were ready for this moment. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. And, and like, uh, you know, over the summertime, I had another, um, a lot of a group that I was working with and a lot of friends from high school, um, her brother passed away. And it seemed like within the time that he passed away, which was just really drastic as well and traumatic, all of his friends, he was just a great guy, and all of his friends around him um, were also losing, you know, at least one other person. So there was just a lot of grief and loss. And so I kind of called it my second awakening because he was very strong coming into my consciousness. Mm -hmm. And I was able to relay some messages for her as well. And that's just what, you know, it is for us to just kind of give peace to the others and open them up to their own communication that everyone's, everyone has this medium, you know, ability to where we can connect to the spirit world and to our, our loved ones on the other side. That's what they, they want us to connect to them. Mm-hmm. 
They have so many messages for us. Oh, yeah, it's not a frightening thing. It's like really to to assist you. And that's one thing of the fear part when there's an awakening mm-hmm. and you start to realize you're hearing things or sensing things or feeling things that don't have a logical explanation. It can be a fear-inducing experience. And when you yes. were going through your awakening, was there anyone around you that you were able to lean on or did you turn to online resources or did you self-support through spirit? I really did a lot of researching and I'll always tell others to research because a lot of times spirit will connect with you and bring you, you know, you can go through thought or prayer and um, ask the divine, your spirit guides, your higher self to bring you the messages forward. But I found myself, and maybe that's just my my own natural way of doing things. I just, you know, I stayed on Google for what felt like a whole year um, <laughs> researching spiritual awakening because at the time, you know, you understand I was actually having some out-of-body experiences after my stepfather passed away. So with all mm-hmm. of the experiences, and of course our energy coming in and being activated to where we're blowing out light bulbs, things like that. Um, And hearing somebody come in the house, you know, footsteps to where no one was there. So all of those things were happening. So of course, yes, that was the first thing I turned to. I didn't really have a lot of support um, around me because no one, no one could understand the experience. They had never had it before. So, and yeah, you do, you're in a bit of fear around a lot of it of like what is happening you know I often say I was just led to things when I met even a uh, my awakening catalyst who I call my awakening catalyst um, you know and it activated the energy what they mm-hmm. would call kundalini energy and there's all this just like I said the, the blowing out of the light bulbs mm-hmm. and everything to where I found myself you know just working out for the first time to try to you know, get that energy out. And Mm -hmm. then I found myself sitting in Reiki class, which I didn't even know what Reiki was. (laughs) I hadn't even heard of, I hadn't even heard of energy at that point. I had no clue. Mm -hmm. Um, So (laughs) yeah, there was a lot of fear surrounding it for sure. And uh, so I think I'm always a good candidate to kind of share my experience to kind of ease someone else out of that fear of, you know, going from the physical world to having their foot in the spiritual world and having, you know, one foot in each world. Mm-hmm. And well, I know that you're doing that now for others so that they <laughs> have a, a, I don't know if you would call it a safety net or, I, you know, I know they're drawn to you in your community and I'm sure that random <laughs> people start to talk with you and they don't even know why they're talking with you, but it's because spirit needs them to, you're like their Google, their accessible Google, yes. you know, to even tell them that it's okay and what they're going through. True. That is so true. Yeah, and I started that account just, you know, in 2017. I was going through, that was that was the same year we met, and that was probably the most um, uh, developmental year that I'd had. <laughs> you know, I had my biological father pass away. I had, you know everything happening within that dynamic of the spiritual catalyst. And so, yeah, it just, um, everything was going on during that time. 
And so I started that Instagram account as just a way to kind of connect with who I had connected, like a small group already, and talk about my mystical experiences at that time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, what we call the twin flame journey. And so mm-hmm. it just grew from there. And I was even kind of overwhelmed, you know, when it got to be a little bit bigger and people were inboxing me and, you know, but it, it just helped me heal. It helped me get out so many raw emotions and, and fear as well, work through the fear. So that account has just been wonderful. And the, and the people that I've connected with, I mean, it's just been, oh, they've been so instrumental on my journey. You know, I hope I can give back a little bit to them because <laughs> they've oh. just been amazing. <laughs> Well, you definitely are in terms of, you know, your posts, you do a lot of content heavy posts. It's not just simple (laughs) memes. Um, So you're actually taking time to share and you do share very personally in a way and with wisdom. And uh, you also have like a Facebook group, actually, I think that's a little bit larger and more active uh, in that space as well, where you're doing the same kind of supportive um, structure for people, right? Actually, I don't have, I did have a Facebook group. Um, I tried to get away from Facebook at one time and it didn't bring back my group. Um, But I am thinking about starting another one soon for sure. Since I I started the YouTube back up, um, so, yeah, but both of those, you know, because it, it is important just to get the messages out and to connect with other people because they hold keys for me and I hold keys for them. As you and I know, we do this often to where we are inspiring each other and activating each other, and it just it, it just helps the whole journey. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I did come in with more of a personal – account from Instagram. It was funny because before the awakening, all of my friends were like, you wouldn't share like even who you were dating at the time. (laughs) You were so closed up and private. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it was like such a shift because here I was going through this journey and just sharing everything. And Mm -hmm. like I said, it helped me and and I also see that comparison, that, that contrast between the day before awakening and the day after awakening. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I even I share, you know, my shadow traits, my shadow work. It's, you know, but for the most part, it's been, um, you know, those are important, you know, phases to share and talk about. But on the most part, everything has been just a beautiful journey so far. Well, I, I will say from the quiet lady at the workshop to the time when I've seen you on fire and blazing and scorching with, you know, it's like a sunbeam of light and you get into the, you know, very empowered place sometimes that people may not uh, know how to respond to, but it's absolutely needed uh, in what you're speaking. You can tell that you're speaking from your heart and from love, like there's not a frequency of um, <laughs> condescension or anything that I've encountered in you. But when you believe something, you stand super strong in those <laughs> <unblazing>, okay? <laughs> I have heard that before, and I do have that what we call the stubborn streak for sure in myself. Um, I know that from the moment I was born, people have told me, 
And then that was part of, you know, probably as a child being kind of shut down, you know, because maybe I was speaking truth or coming through a certain way that they didn't feel was appropriate or right for that time. So I still, you know, I still have a little bit of fear of coming forward. And so it's just been a great journey of learning to kind of, you know, release that fear and be heard as to where, you know, I was also born with natural, you know, abilities to really write and I wanted to be an author and things like that. So it was really important for me to come through. That's why I resonated so much with a mini blog on Instagram because I could just write my way through things. And so I think this is my time. I think it's been kind of divinely timed to come in and kind of bring my energy forward more and to connect more on a personal basis with everybody. Oh, yes. I mean, you do that. <laughs> now, you're a Capricorn, right? So you're an Earth sign. I am. Yes, I so am. Out there in Earth, and you're, you know, you're very exacting and specific. I will definitely say that. But you're heaven to Earth. That whole kind of umbrella that you chose, was there a reason why you went with that other than Instagram cleverness? Or were you, you know, did you have a stronger message from spirit as to that? Yeah, it was definitely all divinely guided. I think everything in my life, I mean, after awakening, for sure, was divinely guided. I had a business I created, and even the name for it came up that was, you know, divinely guided, and I just use the same thing. And and I usually say a thought or a prayer about, hey, you know, spirit, higher self, can you help me with the naming? And usually it's something that I open up the next day to an article or I can see it Mm -hmm. in my mind's eye. And I forget how that came about, but there were so many synchronicities and, you know, confirmations. And it started off as bringing heaven to earth, 1111. And uh, mm-hmm. then I changed it to heaven to earth to kind of shorten that a little bit. But, you know, the concept of, um, you know, the ascension and the awakening and that we are bridging the gap between the spirit realm and the physical realm. Mm-hmm. Well, it just fits perfectly in the 1111 yeah, as well. You. you do work very closely then with like angelic energies um, in your services that you provide to others and also in your own walk, right? Yes. Yes. I do. Um, I, I've used those with the divination tools more. Um, the angels are around me. I do not see the angels. I remember us in the class with Kalina. I'm able to see more of a spark of light with the mm-hmm. angels. And I remember she brought that forward as she was explaining the angels and the guides, I remember her, you know, as, introducing each one into the room. And mm-hmm. I was so fascinated because I had not experienced it to where I was seeing these little sparks of light. And then as she introduced, she said, no, this one's more powerful. And the sparks of light would come in and be more, you know, pronounced and just huge sparks of light like fireworks. And mm-hmm. I can remember just standing there in awe of like, what is happening? How am I seeing this? <laughs> so, you know, that was also my intro into, you know, these are the angelics. And and uh, I had a reading with an angelic medium and in the very beginning. And I came on and she kind of looked at me and she said, oh, you're just like me. And mm-hmm. I kind of looked over my shoulder and I was like, what do you mean? I'm just like you. And she said, oh, you have the same abilities. And then 
she said, you probably have angels all around you. And I said, mm-hmm. well, that's funny looking around because I had angels all around me. And so she said, well, that's just your natural way of bringing what you're experiencing in. And, and sure enough, like I said, I just really connect very easily. I had a past life reading one time and, you know, whether I have past lives, I don't remember them, but she said, yeah, you just hung out in the celestial realm <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and I said, well, yeah. You, you definitely, Strong connection with them. You, well, and you definitely connect others through that. And I know on your Etsy work and the things that you have available there, you have beautiful angel wings. <laughs> yes. It's like you're bringing heaven to earth, like in a physical, tangible way, as well as in a spiritual service way, too. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I feel it. It's a, you know, they have come through very strongly from the beginning. You know, I even noticed today that angel numbers are going mainstream, which I kind of saw it a little bit at a time. But, you know, I feel like that's, that was the main purpose was just to let everybody know that there is another way to connect and our angels are always there to love and guide and support us and bring us messages. So it is just part of my path now is just to connect everyone else to their own angelic guidance system, the angels, um, their higher selves to bring that spirit communication down because it's, Mm -hmm. it's available to everyone. All around, right? Angels all around us at any given moment. Yes. Now, in terms of when you are working, well, let me, okay, I have to pause. Spirit says, okay, we are in the South and in the Bible Belt, so to speak, which can be somewhat conservative when it comes to religion. But I know that you walk very closely with Jesus. And in yes. terms of your spiritualism, and that's something that um, as sometimes as people step into awakening, they step away from their original religious foundations, and mm-hmm. that's how they find their path. But you were able to continue to integrate, like, your religious faith without it being mm-hmm. a conflict for you in terms of when the veil came off and your spiritualism shift, correct? Yes. Uh, I'm not going to say there hasn't been conflict, but um, between that, but yes, I, and I actually did not grow up um, in a religious household. Um, and, and I know now that that was probably for the best so that I could, you know, come to my own conclusions without too much programming, having to be removed and things like that. But I, I definitely always, felt a connection to Jesus even when I was younger um, and, and especially after my awakening you know both of my fathers passed away and they both left me books um, with messages in them um, with Jesus like Jesus calling and things like that that really told me and they weren't religious you know they were spiritual but they weren't religious so I was a little bit taken aback by all of that and so it's taken me definitely into a journey um even even now, it, it's just, and it helps me to just keep hope and faith on this uh, path, you know, just having Jesus there to talk to and to connect with. I mean, he, yeah, it's definitely been, you know, I always say I'm a Jesus girl for sure. <laughs> 
I'm here in one of my. And I do think that helps. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you said you do think it helps. I was gonna say I do think that helps connect um, the ones that have been in the religion here in the deep south, and helps Mm -hmm. kind of bridge that gap as well to kind of open their minds up to you know spirit communication. Mhm. Well, that yeah. you know, I I heard my granddad's favorite song. Just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. <laughs> From <laughs> instantly when you're talking about having Jesus to talk to, you know, and to have that relationship, <laughs> I could just see you out in the woods and you know, just out under the trees and on the nature trails, having yeah. a walk and a talk with Jesus, as you were saying that. So that is yes, um, yes. A beautiful yeah, dynamic. I can say I had a I had a life review um, during mm-hmm. my awakening, and and I still I believe have almost like a life almost like a daily review now as I'm walking. And if I'm my thoughts are out of balance, you know, and if they tend to move towards more of a judgmental, then I definitely get a little kick in the rear <laughs> by my ascended masters, my angelic team, and they will immediately come in now and give me an alternate perspective or mm-hmm. mindset. And it shifts me back into that, you know, that thought form and, and loving state that, you know, they embody, the unconditional mm-hmm. love. So they, they help me. There's so much. <laughs> what would Jesus do? And you got the angels on your shoulders <laughs> telling you, you know, and Jesus telling you directly what he, what would be the higher path. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> And it arms you to yeah. service to the community where you live because, you know, uh, if you are in the South as we are, there is a, a conservatism that when you find out you don't have to abandon that, that it is integrated and mm-hmm. that what you're experiencing is not against God. You know, that's, I think, one of the biggest fears that people have is that they're yeah. somehow doing something wrong by having yes. these natural gifts and abilities. That's right. That's right. And I'm finding after being on the journey for so long that it is having to do with a lot of my own consciousness to where if I don't stand up for myself and speak the truth, then I do get kind of feedback that is, you know, whether it's the mindset, the religious mindset that I'm doing something wrong. But as soon as I come into this state of mind that, you know, that I'm able to freely speak and speak up about this stuff, I really find that it shifts everything. It's all about our own empowerment. As soon as we become empowered enough to speak our truth confidently, then everyone else just, just accepts it. And mm-hmm. um, that's been a really, you know, mind-blowing um, <laughs> part of my path as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when you speak with authority, though, people listen because it's not in they the do. it's not in the volume of the voice. It's in the feeling behind what is being expressed. And you, as I yes. said, you express things very much directly from your heart space when you're. Thank you. <laughs> I try. Now I definitely um, try. One of the things that uh, you seem to present is you're kind of what we call a weather vane or a canary in the coal mine. Mm. You tend to be talking about things that are earth-based, like uh, ascension Mm -hmm. codes or (laughs) solar things. 
feeling them prior to when a larger group of people begin to experience them in the collective. Yes. How is that for you when you know, like, you're going to get the first wave before the tsunami hits? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. That that came, that was part of the awakening, too. And um, I felt, you know, I realized really early on that I was being kind of a conduit for these energies coming in um, and didn't really know what that meant at the time. And I never really adopted the label empath but I you know just lately I heard the label solar empath and mm. I felt that I felt that deeply because mm-hmm. even today we you know we have a lot of solar flares going on and I have any kind of weakness in my body which tends to be my lower back um you know I can feel it so deeply and soon as you know as soon as I start feeling it is like you said it's like an antenna I have this antenna mm-hmm. going on <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so I receive all the messages of the the global shifts and the space weather updates just mm-hmm. through my body, and I can usually always go and find some of my trusted uh, people that are talking about it and and doing YouTube videos. And sure enough, they'll confirm, you know, that yes, the solar flares we've had 19 today, and <laughs> and I'm like, I feel it in my body. So, and that's all for you know the the global expansion of what we're going through at a at a higher uh, perspective. And so, mm-hmm. it helps me. I've always said I've I felt more global um, energies and how it's shifting the whole planet Earth, Mother Gaia, mm-hmm. upwards. Instead yeah. of really honing in on a personal situation, um, you know, I get a lot of information just, yeah, about the whole, the whole, us as a whole, us as one, how we're doing mm-hmm. and how we're shifting and um, how well we're doing, how, how well we're ascending and things like the Schumann resonance and, you know, our, the earth's heartbeat and how we're aligning with that and coming back to our own true selves, our true nature as well. So it's been mm-hmm. quite a ride. <laughs> I would say you're on earth empath too, like, you know, not just the solar yeah. because you're out there walking and touching and breathing and inhaling. And then I do notice, like, if you tell me, you know, oh, I'm just not feeling that well, my body is aching, my mm-hmm. back is it's like, what, a week later, then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm so Absolutely. Like, you know, so people's symptoms uh, express differently. But that's another important thing for people to know is that, you know, we are mm-hmm. part of this energetic thing that includes our atmosphere and our planet. So some of the things like, um, you know, the fact that, if you were a hypochondriac or you didn't know that these things mm-hmm. were following the solar activities, then the body manifestation of ascension symptoms might mm-hmm. be very disturbing to you or send you into repeated doctor's visits, trying to find an answer that really is in another dimension mm-hmm. than what we're used to dealing mm-hmm. with in the that's right. That is right. And I feel like I had enough of a contrast when I was younger um, that I don't really like to focus on the ascension symptoms, what they call the ascension symptoms. Um, and I try to focus on, you know, what it's really bringing is really an up level in our DNA and our cellular structure. So 
I do have a hard time with that because I do, um, you know, where, you know, energy goes where we focus. And so I try not to focus too much on the ascension symptoms, but they are real at the same time. Um, you know, just today I saw a friend on Facebook talking about her son has been to the hospital countless times recently with 105 degree temperature mm-hmm. and um, there's all kinds of tests have been run and they cannot find anything i don't know how that's possible with 105 degree temperature mm-hmm. but that's just what she posted and that just resonates so deeply because we're in this solar flare um like we've really never seen before you know that's really bringing in a lot of um ascension codes and uncomfortable feelings for us as we're expanding our whole you know structures are expanding so mm-hmm. it definitely brings an awareness and i and i try to bring awareness to that for us to understand that a lot of our physical symptoms are connected to something outside of ourselves and other than ourselves although they're connected within as well and we can get into that in another day but <laughs> mm-hmm. you know but it is real and it's true that uh, we're feeling everything going on in the universe right now, all in our bones. <laughs> right. If it's not in our bones and it's in our fluids, you know, as the pressures That's around right. us on the planet change as well. Now, you yes. actually do energy healing now as a service. So I'm assuming that Reiki yes. sessions and your introduction to Reiki yes. was the beginning of a beautiful relationship. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I definitely uh, right away started uh, finding myself in the healing sessions, you know, teachings and like I talked about with the Reiki. And then I've also been studying with um, a shaman in Nashville um, who has a wide, you know, system of healing modalities that he teaches as well and which includes quantum light healing and so i've been through his courses as well and uh you know definitely certified and and ready to bring the the healing journey to anyone that's open to it and is ready to heal you know any any really wounding or trauma that we're holding in our bodies and just to able to facilitate the releasing of those energies that are unwanted and and help us you know go into our highest potential and uh yeah so it's it's been a it's a beautiful journey and I just added those sessions I was doing readings so I'm just adding the healing sessions in and I'm looking so forward to connecting with everyone because I get to connect with them through uh Zoom you know one on one and I think that's going to be really impactful um, and really powerful between the two of us you know one on one sessions I'm excited for it. Well, and you've been doing for the last couple of years that I've noticed you've been actively, you know, you'll play sounds or you'll play nature or you'll send the healing frequencies uh, in a stated fashion. You'll let everybody know, I'm, you know, I'm sending this, receive it, you know, so (laughs) you're doing it at group level. And I know you have clients that you've been seeing, you know, directly and Mm -hmm. that you are now expanding uh, one of the areas that you do a lot of work with are people who are on the journey of the beloveds or the divine lovers uh, what some would call twin flames or twin rays I mean there's a lot of language about that but 
you're basically helping people who are le- learning to and looking to move into unconditional love. Would that be the best yes. way of doing that? Yes, yes, absolutely. A higher love template. And I felt a little bit limited. I was doing um, readings uh, mostly by email, and I felt a little limited in that. Um, because they were, well, for one thing, they were coming out to be like 10 to 12 pages. <laughs> and so I thought, you know what, I just need to connect with them one-on-one. I think I can relay more. There can be more of an energy exchange as well and just have it be that much more powerful. So, of course, divine timing, you know, I had to go through um, more certifications and teachings and, and just really move part of my path. But it's really just all coming together. Like you said, I'm incorporating everything that I've learned and everything that's helped me heal, the sound healing, you know, EFT, the emotional freedom techniques, the tapping and using the divination tools. So it's just all really coming together and and, uh, and I'm excited to bring it forward to it. It just feels perfectly timed in 2022 with the <laughs> divine partnerships. <laughs> and collaborations and bringing from things from yes. heaven to earth for sure. And yes. The divination tools that you like to use, what have you been drawn to as you've uh, moved into your work? Well, of course, in the beginning, it was more the angel cards, and then I moved into more of the oracle cards, and then the tarot. So I do a combination of um, the cards. That's that's mainly what I use at this time. Mm-hmm. And, of course, my clairvoyance and, you know, my own abilities to um, – yeah, to bring that all together. Yes, and that's one thing that you're, I mean, your TikTok community is very popular, I will say. I think you're like over <laughs> 70,000 followers on TikTok, and people are seeing your card drawings. And, it, you're, you know, you do write with <laughs> your cards. You, you write an explanation of what you've channeled in in those as well. Mm-hmm. So they tend to be very content uh, full, which is great, you know, uh, and every, you. <laughs> in terms of your reach and the work that you're doing there, what is that like for you? Are the young people, are you getting good feedback, like the service level through that particular platform? How is that for you? Um, well, TikTok, I just TikTok, I just started. So it is Instagram that has seventy thousand followers oh, okay. or more. It's TikTok. <laughs> I have near ten thousand, and they're a little bit more niche, you know, oriented. So they are loving um, definitely the healing cards, the the conversational cards, kind of bringing the voice of the divine masculine forward. Mm-hmm. And um, I love those too. I really connect. But when I can really connect in, I can actually. You know, I'm channeling music all day as anyway, and so I'm just now starting to bring that all together with, hey, there's even now numbers coming in with this song, or there's numbers coming in with this card. So it's really, you know, I'm kind of getting used to it more um, as we go. And so, you know, it's a different side of Instagram, and I, I do like that about different kind of segments that, if you really like the card readings of the Divine Masculine, you can go to TikTok. And if you really want to um, hear about the healing journey and the awakening experience and, and my experiences, then you can come to Instagram, you know. So it's fun to have the different kind of areas for that. Yeah, and I connect I mean, with different people, so that's been really fun. 
it really is different communities in each space. And so mm-hmm. it is a powerful way to meet people where they are. And yeah. I know you're getting ready to begin more YouTube um, in-depth <laughs> kind of conversations as well as you expand. Which, is yeah. your YouTube channel also having to Earth 1111, or is it going to be it a is. different? Okay. No, yeah, you're right. It is. Yes. Okay. Well, I know that we have plans to do a co-reading together on a YouTube Live <laughs> on a part of the Vibrary YouTube channel, which is a space for conscious content. And so I'm super excited for us to actually do something. We've been talking about a lot of this stuff, like even tonight's show, for like two years <laughs> at least about it. And I know. But for you, divine timing. <laughs> always, it's slow, but sometimes we need that slowness, you know, to allow things to mature. With your YouTube content, like, um, do you have like a, a kind of mission that is emerging and where you want to to, I don't know, speak, teach, you know, whatever it is you're going to be doing. Yeah, I well, I'm hoping YouTube has a little bit more you know, less limitation. Like I said, TikTok is more niche It's like they, they just kind of push forward one kind of thing, which is tends to be those cards. I would love to talk more about the energy update um, and all of my own, um, you know, numbers that are coming in, the divine codes and what's mm-hmm. happening globally, what's happening, you know, how we're bringing that down into our personal relationships as well and how we're really ascending. So that's, that's my focus. I do hope, but I'm, I probably will do, you know, card readings on there. We'll see. We'll see, definitely. But, it's exciting, <laughs> For me, right? I love to do the energy update. It is exciting. I mean, we've got a lot of exciting things happening. <laughs> so. Right. Well, it's a very energizing year. And, I mean, like I said, I'm very delighted mm-hmm. to be able to be so connected to you, and I pay attention to Excuse me, I pay attention to you uh, so that I can get a heads up on what might be coming energetically for sure. And now you and your work out in the forest and you also, are, are you offering animal communicator services? I know like you communicate with your animal family. Do you do that for people <laughs> as a service as well? Well, that's funny you ask because um, I was actually, I actually went into Reiki just realizing, you know, thinking, well, I'd love to use this on my own animals. At the time, I had adopted a dog that got taken back to the rescue center because they just told us that they couldn't handle him. And that dog is now the most calmest dog. Everybody Mm -hmm. comments on that. So I do know it has a lot to do with the energy of just keeping him calm. And so I I would love to bring that in, um, angel communication and angel, you know, the the animal Reiki as well. I've even thought about doing it at a local level. So those things are definitely coming together. It's definitely one of my just natural abilities to just, you know, help calm That's them the down. They've got the nervous right? systems going on, and they're really empathic. So, you know, mm-hmm. they feel everything as well as we do. So it's like a manifestation of your grandmother, you know, uh, bringing <laughs> the, the, the animals that need a little healing touch. <laughs> yes, yes. And actually my mother, she does do that. She rescues animals, rescues mostly dogs and cats. But 
Um, yeah, it, it runs through the family, absolutely. <laughs> so it would be a, it would just warm my heart to be able to do that. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you're, you're, uh, you're, I know Jazzy, with, if you follow Shannon on her Instagram, you will always see you out with Jazzy, beautiful white doggy. I don't know what the breed is, but she is like a little angel with fur. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's in, like I said, he's so empathic. I've noticed he, it look, he, he looks like a she. Um, and everybody calls him a she. Even I call him a she sometimes, but it, uh, Jazzy's a he. And so, um, and like I said, it's I how also kind of knew early on in the ascension process that when I wasn't feeling well, my animals weren't feeling well, he would lay there with me and would not move. And even when I got up, I was like, you're not moving. And so I realized, I was like, he's feeling these energies as well. He's He's just mm-hmm. very quiet, very calm. And then there's other days where he's energetic, so you know they they still are like us, <laughs> like humans, mm-hmm. and they feel it all. <laughs> well, and your cat is uh, in your card readings a lot of times when you're bringing in energy. Your kitty's <laughs> your kitty's right there too, and you know people need to realize, though, right. honestly, that your pets are more aware mm-hmm. of the dimensions oh. energetically. That's why they're good therapy dogs and why we have this companion relationship with them. But, like, your cat Absolutely. can see the orbs. And, like, I, I know when you're reading yes. your cards, your cats come in and they're like, we're not going anywhere. This is spirit talk. You know, and you're like, get out of here. <laughs> spirit talk time. That's right. Yes, Luna. She likes to uh, – one of a person on my Instagram actually helped me name her, too. So, Luna, and I said – once I got her, I was like, yes, she's definitely like my manifested Cheshire cat. I'm a big Alice in Wonderland fan. And uh, she brings in, yeah. Well, and it's scientific, you know, their purrs. I believe they purr at like 50 uh, hertz, which is healing our bones and healing our energy. So I, I've learned all kinds of things from her. It's amazing. <laughs> she does. Oh, she's a little awesome. spirit cat. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, so for people who want to find you to reach out for mm-hmm. a session or a healing service, what's the best way for them to do that? Through email at this time, I am um, setting up. Uh, I just found out that Canva has websites, so I'm going through Canva. This seems I'm not a very technological-minded person, and mm-hmm. so um, I just found that in the last day or so, so I'm creating um, websites. But for now, they can come through my email, and that's a little bit different. Uh, it's heaven to earth 222 at gmail.com, and I can send them all of the sessions. But I should have the Canva up and running um, with my sessions that will link in through my bio and Instagram, probably in TikTok as well. So that should be up probably in about three or four days. Okay. Well, and uh, we will provide the contact information definitely on the YouTube. I don't know if it will pull it into the podcast feeds in time for you to catch it, but uh, you can always reach out uh, in the comments wherever you should be listening to this, and I'll make sure that you can get in contact with Shannon. Uh, and Spirit, of course, has a way of making a way for you to get to the healer and the person that is needed for you. So if you are vibrating at all with this uh, conversation mm-hmm. this evening, trust that and know that there is something 
from Shannon's experience and healing journey that is probably meant for you to explore for yourself as well. <laughs> I'm just yeah. giggly because I'm like, oh my gosh, there's going to be so many amazing things happening. <laughs> like last year you were doing Mayan uh, activations through the Mayan fractal of your, uh, of our birth time. And those were yes. very interesting. You actually did a reading with me that was just spot on, very activating. And again, that <laughs> was pretty lengthy, you know, part of it was like, yeah, put it together. And then you got your own download from what you read through the energetic signature of, of the, of me. And it was just fascinating. Yes. Then uh, you it were doing Gematria as well. So if people want to look at the science of names and words in a reading, you, you make that available too, right? Absolutely. The Gematria, I still um, I look forward to diving more deeply. What I did dive into is super powerful, um, and it just helps us to know our origins, where we're coming from, our, like you said, the energetic signature that we hold. Um, there, there's just some, there's a lot of powerful information that we can, you know, learn about ourselves to help us on our path. So it's exciting to go into all of that and to find out new things about ourselves that we already really knew. It just confirms for us. Right. It just comes on. It comes on like it reinforces if we <laughs> doubt. Then it's like, no, no, it'll come back around again. And to give ourselves the space to study things or go down the rabbit hole, as we always say with, you know, gematria <laughs> and to give yourself time to go walk in nature and just see what is being communicated through that environment or to spend time with your pet. You know, all these things mm -hmm. will open up for us opportunity-wise when we truly yeah. begin to accept what what our our change or shift is, you know. Yes, yes, and I won't take people down the rabbit hole too much. Um, you know, what I like to do is just kind of connect them in with, um, as I'm doing as well, is connecting back in with my child self, right? My my natural abilities and who I was and what I loved doing before society kind of got a hold of us <laughs> and made us into these, you know. <laughs> these people that we didn't really recognize. <laughs> and mm -hmm. So it's really just connecting us back in with that childhood joy and, and what we love to do in life and finding our passions. It's fun, right? It is fun. It is. <laughs> they say it's all fun. The healing journey. Until you go through the dark night of the soul, and it's like, oh. <laughs> so, <no. laughs> we don't talk about that, stuff. <laughs> No, I'm definitely here to always support anyone in, in all the phases and uh, and to teach them through experiences. But and those are all such rich experiences, even the dark night of the soul and uh, uncovering, you know, all that all that's under our meat suits, you know, or you know that we cover up and <laughs> that spirit that lives within us, that soul. So it's exciting work. It's beautiful. And one other question. Did, do you offer the ability to book readings through your Etsy shop still? Uh, I haven't got that up yet. I don't think I'm okay. going to put my sessions through Etsy. That could change. But um, 
I may put some readings back up there, but I won't be putting my sessions on there. Okay. And, but your angel yeah. wings are still available, right? Oh, they are. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll yes, yes. Before. We've had some of those come to Georgia for friends, gifts, and things over the last year or so, too. So that's uh, they're just beautiful, <laughs> beautiful ways yes, to bring yes. into your environment. And the reason, I will add, the reason for kind of shifting back between different areas is that you know, a lot of us have had these people come in and, and create fake profiles that, mm-hmm. you know, inbox people. So we've had to really shift our our perspective and just kind of offer our services through one domain, whether that be email or something, mm-hmm. so that they know and they do not get scammed. And that's the bad part about it, you know, but um, it's it's making us more creative in our <laughs> approaches. Oh, yeah, and that is one so people, area where so I've the, seen you get righteously flamethrower with the wrath of God. <laughs> when you've had the fake accounts and the scammers get up, that really has lit your fire to say no. Yes. It's not okay. It's not okay for other people, and it's certainly not okay for me, you know. Uh, that's, that's right. That's but, right. <laughs> Yeah, of course, it's a test for everyone just to kind of tune into their intuition. And, and the people that are on my account are so good at doing that. They actually come and inbox me as soon as someone tries to friend them with the same name, and they let me know, and we try to take care of it. And uh, But that is one reason why I'm trying to stay only through the email right now. Mm-hmm. One thing I'm being prompted to ask is that as you – energetically are connected now with your mm-hmm. senses activated the experience of social connections how has that shifted for you in terms of the the exchange between like 70 plus thousand people tapping into your energy at a certain point in time do you experience did you did you begin to experience that differently when the numbers started going up? Um, I can't say I realized it at the time, but looking back, I definitely did. And that was probably why I was guided so much to go sit out in nature all the time because it was kind of draining. It was kind of pulling on my energy quite a bit. Um, but that's part of the path as well, you know, that we have to learn how to um, manage our own energy and um, and to come into, you know, more empowerment of just, like I said, managing our own energy and um, having our boundaries up with some things. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, like I said, it's all it's all wisdom and it's all teaching. And it's it's been a definitely a teaching moment for me. But I've pretty much, uh, you know, wondered about that as well. I will probably, you know, I'd. Right now, I can only do like one session a day. Um, mm-hmm. That may change, but as of right now, with my energy and the need to go out and ground and things like that, um, with such powerful energies coming in, that's what I can do. And so, mm-hmm. hopefully, that'll change at some point. But right now, yeah, it's one it's one session per day just to keep my energy, uh, you know, aligned and up. <laughs> and that one session a day is exactly what is needed for that person and for the planet itself, you know, because you are serving yes. 
beyond the individual, and they need you out in those trees and in the past and in <laughs> nature doing the work you're doing there as a grid keeper. That's right. That's right. And all of us, you know, and as I, you know, have a session with someone, it activates them, and they go out to nature or they co-connect to someone else. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's in my in my mind's eye, even right now, it shows, you know, where you see a map where, you know, the cities or whatever are lighting up. It's just every human is lighting up the next person. And so mm-hmm. at some point, you know, our life is just going to be too bright. There isn't going to be much darkness at all. <laughs> All it's right. Really, it's really happening. It. Yes, it really yeah, it's is. it's really happening. One of the people you yeah. introduced me to through the connection is Melanie, who is the artist wow. behind Naked Lady Mandalas. And so as That's you're talking right, about right. structure that is lighting up, you know, she is like a real tangible manifester of the mandala effect in her art. Yes light that passes on that you're talking about is visible through those people connections as well. So hopefully we'll have Melanie on with a later conversation as well about her journey because she's on that pathway of connection as well, bringing her own healing to the world through her artistry as you are doing through your platforms and your service. So (laughs) this part Thank you. Yeah, she's a bright light and she's got she's got a powerful story and we were talking the other day still about, hey, let's try to plan, you know, with Joelle, a spiritual retreat. We have so much, you know, we have so much to offer. And uh, she's a great, you know, artist and a vegan cook. And uh, with our abilities and capabilities, it'd be so so much fun. It'd be very powerful. I know that. (laughs) Absolutely. I really want to draw a mandala on my face or something. But then I won't but um, the energy of that frequency, that's the other thing we need to reinforce the people who are listening to this. There is nothing that is lost in us. We are mm-hmm. always yes. connected to the angels, as Shannon shared, and we're connected mm-hmm. to people in more common ways than what we realize. And so, you know, mm-hmm. as Shannon, that has given an opportunity to, for people to see and hear things that I'm hoping are lighting up the grid in them and causing a cellular reaction and activation <laughs> as you are able to do uh, that will reach beyond today's conversation and touch people at a time in the future that we don't even know is heading our way, but spirit has seen it, <laughs> you know, into manifestation. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. We do have an opportunity this evening for those of you who are listening to the show to receive an on-air reading with Shannon. Uh, Many reading, of course, and uh, please do understand that these readings are happening in public space and are recorded. So uh, please uh, keep that in mind as you come on to ask your question. And uh, before we begin bringing callers on, we just have a couple callers uh, on the phone line queue. Uh, folks who okay. are listening virtually, the number is 646-787-8436 if you want to dial in at this point. But did you have anything that you want to give as guidance to the callers who are going to be asking a question before we get started? Um, like I said, I think that, oh, these are kind of mini readings. They can definitely reach out to me for a more, you know, 
lengthier reading or a session. Those are really helpful right now, um, but this is going to be definitely um, some angel messages that come through and want to be come out for them just in this little time. And uh, and I look forward to connecting with them as well, you know, on the show or even after the show. So, um, yeah. All right. We've help had a them guide them on their path. <laughs> We've had a okay. couple more callers call up, so that's a good thing. So as yeah. I get you, there's a little bit of a delay, so I'll give it just a moment when I uh, bring you on, and then we will see if we are able to connect. So, all right. So okay. caller ending in 0787, you are on the Psychic Inside Show with Shannon. Who is this? Uh, Dr. Tracy J. Dr. Tracy J. All right. We have a (laughs) psychic inside show. Uh, Dr. Tracy, thank you for calling this evening and welcome to the show and meet Shannon. So, hi, Dr. Tracy J. Hi, (laughs) how are you? I'm good. How are you? Thank you for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. You're journey is, has been very interesting and awesome and uh, I just want to say thank you for everything that you're doing in your work and and assisting not only us as individuals but nature as well because I love nature too. I'm an earth, I love that. earth sign so <laughs> Oh, oh earth signs unite. <laughs> Yes, yes, communicators yes. too. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. yes. So did yeah. you have a question? So, no, I, well, my heart is open to receive. So most okay. often I just, just allow, you know, spirit to reveal, uh, share. Because I connect with angels as well, so they know me. Oh, I love that. And of course, we're in the new moon with Aquarius tonight as well. I'm sure you're feeling all the high vibrations of this. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and of course, new beginning. So I'm actually going to pull a card from my Moonology deck. Um, okay. All right. And they're saying a win-win outcome. This shows, um, let me get the book on this, and I'll give you the book meaning. But whatever you're thinking of, a situation maybe that you have right now, um, you know, it's going to be a win-win outcome for sure. Yeah. I'm going to read this. I know. And so I it's a full see. moon in Libra. <laughs> and Libra is mm. all about balance, of course. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, yes. That says the full moon in Libra, the sign of partnership, or we were just talking about that, is falling in love and closely related to someone else. Since full moons are about climaxes and conclusions, this card suggests you're either about to start a new relationship or that an important existing relationship is changing somehow, perhaps coming to an end or moving to a new level of commitment. It's important to remember that people come to us for a reason and sometimes just for a reason. If a relationship is ending now, it's doing so at the right time to try not to fight it. This card can also refer to a professional relationship. There's a sense that you need to balance any ego with someone else's needs. 
A win-win outcome is possible with give and take. Doing so might be the answer to your question. So attuning to the moon is just saying let go of that which has fallen away. So are things kind of falling away in your life? Maybe that's relationships, um, jobs, relationships that are kind of on the, you know, should I stay or should I go? So that's really what that card message is coming out to to say, that whatever is going on, you're you're winning. You're winning at life, you know. Everything that's it's going towards your favor, and it's going to be a win-win situation for both you and the employer, you and the relationship. And I know my experience has been, you know, letting go of a lot in this journey and a lot of relationships that I didn't really want to let go of, but there was really nothing else to learn from them, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Well, that's that's really awesome, and I my I do receive the win-win, and uh, my thing for this year that my heart has given me is let go and allow. So yes, hey, I, I don't, my hands are not grip tight; it's wide open, letting go everything that that no longer <laughs> serves me. So I I appreciate that confirmation. Yeah, yeah. And there was another card that came up too. And it's showing, um, I wish I could, but it's showing a lady kind of holding a crystal ball, but there's flowers. We were just talking about earth and nature and there's flowers inside of it. And it's saying your reality is a reflection of your inner world. And I'm sure you have, uh, you know, this is a great way to kind of see what is being reflected back towards us. If, and of course they're using the flowers. So you know, if we have... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> go ahead. I got to tell you something after you finish. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, go ahead. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because while you were talking, because you, you, you talked about being a medium as well, like connecting with um, loved ones on the other side earlier on. Yes. Um, yes. And my, my aunt, because right now, you know, I move around a lot because I'm anchoring light and grids as well. And I'm currently staying with um, my aunt. I call her my aunt because her and my mother were best friends. And um, when I was growing up, we were always together. Either they were over our house or we were over theirs. And so I ended up reconnecting with her, and I love her so much. She gave me... A, a, a crystal ball with a rose inside of it. Oh, and you're kidding! You, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not lying. And while you were sharing, I was looking at the rose, and she has a picture of my mom sitting on the dresser in the room where I'm. I'm staying, and I, it was brought back to my remembrance that one time this lady was saying. You know, she said, take a deep breath and smell the rose. And there was no flowers uh, in the room. And she said, uh, that's your mother. And I just connected just now when you were talking, looking at mm-hmm. my mother's picture and that rose and that crystal ball was like it was her way of sending me a message and, you know, Sending me yes. her love through my aunt with that crystal ball with the rose in inside of it, and it's not a little one. It's like you know, like the size of the regular size of crystal balls that you see. That's how big yes. it is, and it has the rose is filling it. So, 
I was just like, when you said that, I was like, oh, my God, I was just thinking about that rose. So, I, I mean, looking at the crystal ball with the rose. I so If you could finish what I you were sharing. It. Did you finish? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, and that's, that's, that's awesome. definitely the way it works. You know, they definitely are around us when we're connecting with them. As soon as we connect in, you know, as with the session they're all around you and they're they're giving you these mental kind of pictures through your mind's eye our third eye and letting you know you know i'm here for you i'm wanting to connect with you and i will always be with you so that's beautiful about i'm kind of picturing of course the beauty and the beast the rose and the the glass dome as well and um you know that's just that's a symbol as well it's a reflection of um (laughs) yeah and it's like you said beauty and the beast beauty and the beast what? Yes. That? Is that Joel in the background? Yes, my my Beauty and the Beast is 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 so crazy because see I I I help people I help people um, in terms of activating their heart to open their heart to receive and I teach them about taking an inward journey and um, mm-hmm. I always have them to act their heart their net what their name is and yes. my heart's name is Belle. Oh, you're kidding. And, I love no. that. It is. So, so we're definitely a sync. We're aligned we're right now. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. And that's what happens when we connect. I have to interject because I was at the store last year, and there were the Little Mermaid cup and a Beauty and the Beast cup, and I got them both for myself, <laughs> but I was like, I need to give this to Tracy so I gave oh. her Beauty and the Beast with Belle on it. So when you said Beauty and the Beast, I was like, oh, Lord. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> I love that. I love that. And there's also, you know, a message from my own experience kind of coming in and reminding me, I hadn't thought about this in a long time, but when, when this card is saying your reality is a reflection of your inner world. So when we're thinking, um, when our mindset is in a higher state and we're giving ourselves self-love, we're buying our own flowers, then, you know, someone else sometimes comes along and gives us those bouquets or you know, flowers, things like that. So it's to re- it's reflecting how we're feeling inside. I know one day I was feeling just in a heightened state of self-love and I was on a walking trail and these girls just come out of nowhere and start handing out roses to, you know, I, I had to look behind me because I was like, they were like, you were so loved. And I was kind of taken aback. You don't see a lot of people at a park handing out roses. And um, mm-hmm. it was just a beautiful moment. And it just, that's, it's a good way of, you know, understanding how our outside reality is definitely, you know, mirroring our inside reality of how we feel. So that's mm-hmm. what the message is coming through too. But that is beautiful how we just, that's the way it works. And I just love it how we just connect in and they connect with us. Mm-hmm. And so they'll bring through all of these mental pictures and, and uh, let us know they're here. They're right beside us. We can't see them, but they are here. Yes, Beautiful. Thank you, Shannon. Tracy, thank you for uh-huh. coming on and even um, thank having you. Space, it activated me to a different level, and, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm just smiling even more now. So beautiful mm-hmm. to connect with you, Dr. Tracy J. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank okay. you.
That's great. So we do have two more questions in queue here. So we have the next caller who is the, the call phone number ending 8761. You are on the Psychic Inside Show with Shannon Nicole. Who are we speaking with? This is Desmond calling from Cleveland. Hi. Thanks for calling in this Hi. evening. So go ahead. Is it Desmond? Desmond, yes. Desmond, okay. Is it Cleveland? Is it Tennessee or Ohio? Oh, Ohio. Ohio. Oh, okay. I thought you're really close. <laughs> we have a Cleveland, Tennessee. <laughs> so nice to connect with you. Thanks. Would you like for me to pull a card or did you have kind of a question? Uh, you can pull a card. Okay. Do you know your sign? Are you an earth sign as well? Oh, um, well, Sagittarius. I mean, what month were you born December. in? December. December. Okay, so you're a fire sign, it sounds like. <laughs> right. So I'm going to bring through some earth magic for you. I love these cards. And um, see what spirit has to bring forward. Ooh, all right, let me get the book on this. And it has a big picture of a whale coming up out of the water. The word is breach. So I'm going to look this up. 149. First off, though, I always, I love this picture of a whale. It just says you're just coming into your own. And if you can picture a whale, you know, how they really come up with such force. It reminds me of a fire sign because they're very powerful. And with all of their strength, you know, you can see them forcing their way up out of the water, doing their twirls, and just, you know, just a beautiful sight when we see those out in nature. And so the card is saying this powerful creature of the ocean takes a few great sweeps with his fins and propels himself briefly out of the waters where he spends the majority of his life. He's taken a break from the ordinary earth element in which he lives to exist even for a few moments in the realm of blue skies and sun, having broken through the skin of the ocean in a magnificent display of fullness and strength. All baleen whales breach, and none more spectacularly than the humpbacks considered the acrobats of this family. They arch, stretch, and twist their bodies even as they approach the surface of the water in what may be an ancient mating ritual, a form of communication, or even a way to remove parasites. In this image, the humpback whale that has burst out of the ocean expresses an almost palpable feeling of relief and joy. Often when we manage to change our environment, to break through illusionary blockages, we experience an intense feeling of relief and can let go of any previously held fears and assumptions of what could happen once we did overcome that barrier. Whether it's material, emotional, or mental, simply getting away from the trance of technology for a few hours and spending that time in nature is a breach from the trappings of civilization that can suffocate us and prevent us from connecting to earth. So as we speak to about nature, are you feeling like you're just bursting at the seams and, <laughs> and, and escaping the, any traps that you have going on right now? Of course, I know we can all say that we feel trapped by social media and the computer sometimes. So have you felt a necessary urge to get out from a cubicle or a place lately? Yes, yes. Uh, um, 
Yeah, usually when it's warm, I go to the uh, park and run and walk, but uh, it's been so cold. It's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just been, <laughs> I know what you mean. Cold. I'm the same way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and another card as well. I, I'm the same way lately, too, and that's, um, you know, it is asking us to kind of, that card and that message is to kind of break out of any kind of rut that you're feeling right now. And the winter blues, even right now, we all are kind of going through these winter-like moments where we're waiting for spring to arrive, but we're feeling kind of stuck. And so that card is just saying, you know, that break out of whatever whatever the mindset is, whatever, you know, that's holding you back and go for it because you're, you're held in the light. You will definitely be, um, you know, supported in anything you do. And they're just saying kind of break out of your comfort zone right now. And another message that's coming in is uh, the full moon in Sagittarius, which is your, uh, sounds like your sign in December, the fire sign, it's saying look at the bigger picture as well. So as I was saying, more of, um, uh, you know, breaking out of our, our mindset or our, our small spaces that we have right now, they're kind of feeling like they're keeping us stuck in a way. So the angels are saying basically go for it. This is your, your time to shift that perspective and look at the bigger picture of what's actually happening in your life, too. And the heart chakra is coming up as well. So um, I don't know if – I listen to a lot of sound frequencies with heart chakra. Um, it's the 528 hertz. So that can help as we're opening our hearts uh, and connecting our hearts to nature and to earth, our heartbeat as well. And so it really helps us to awaken – Okay. Anything resonating with you yet? Yes. Um, I definitely want to try that 528 uh, hertz. Yeah, sound healing. Definitely listen to those. And you may have, you know, there's probably needing to be some sort of an emotional purge. As as we know, sometimes the masculine energy has a hard time expressing their emotions. And so these can kind of get trapped in our bodies and in our hearts and not releasing and expressing and speaking up about what our needs are and our wants are. And this can, of course, relay over to any kind of relationship, a love relationship, a job situation, and it just kind of keeps us stuck. So, you know, the the messages that I am getting are that there is something that you need to break out of and they are supporting you and helping you. And those those frequencies will help you to really express any fear and move past that and break out of the water just like that whale. And you'll feel that relief instantaneously when you get past that little block that you've got. And they're saying try something new. So, yeah, they're saying try something new as well. So if you maybe something creative as well, like if you like to paint or um, anything creative right now, they're really – um, I'm seeing in my, my my mind for you to kind of start something new, to start anything that you've wanted to do. And I, I keep saying painting. I'm not sure why, but I keep saying painting. Do you paint? No, not at all. Not a good artist. No. <laughs> not an artist. No. <laughs> you may want to try to do something. I do it really uh, simple. It actually it's connected creativity to our sacral energy as well and so it really opens up the flow 
when we paint or we write or we create music, it opens up that flow to really bring in inspiration for our next steps. So if we're trying to go for a new job or a new relationship, just getting into that mode of creativeness, you're creating with the universe. And they're saying that that opens up the flow of ideas, the flow of inspiration again to where you will become, that energy will get flowing again and you won't feel as stuck as before. So try something oh. new. This is, and today's a great day for that, new beginnings. So something that you've been wanting to try, that's been in the back of your mind, they're saying go ahead and do that. Do that thing. Okay, I do. I always so want to. It was... Go ahead. Oh, I always want to uh, at least try to play an instrument, a musical instrument. Um, there you go. And it's so, I hear, I hear it's so easy. I tried to play the clarinet one time, but that didn't go over so well. But I'm hearing that it's so easy now to get on YouTube and learn to play an instrument, whether it's a guitar or something like that, that they have great videos on there. I mean, something for everybody. So try it out and see. That's going to really open up a lot within you. A lot of energy is just going to start flowing when you when you step into that kind of newness and that beginning and learning something new. I'm excited for you. And this is the time to do it. We're in the new moon, so it's all about new beginnings. So if not tonight, try something new tomorrow and see how that opens up the flow for you. Okay. All Thank right. Well, it was me. great connecting with you. I appreciate the reading. Yes, thank, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. It's very warm up there in Cleveland. So you know that lake effect is no yes. joke. So. Right. <laughs> so true. I know. We were a little bit warmer today. It was 60 degrees and beautiful, but I don't think we're we're done with winter. Winter's not done with us yet. So stay warm up there. I'll try. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you. Evening. All right. We have got uh, a caller just popped on. I can't tell whether they want to come on or not. Uh, the number is showing up as 111, 111, 111. I always love that happens because there's generally an Internet caller. So, caller, uh, if you have a question or a comment that you would like to have with uh, Shannon, you're on the Psychic Inside show. Oh, I can't. I can never tell if they're going to be to talk or not when they come in through the computer line. Maybe that's so, spirit. You know, sometimes they come through with those numbers. <laughs> no, I hello? love it. Oh, hello. Hi. You're on the Psychic Inside Show. Did you want to ask a question this evening? Hi, yes. Um, this is Maurice calling from Ohio. Oh, we got Ohio. Hi, another hi. <laughs> oh, we were just saying, are you staying warm up there? <laughs> yeah, today was warm, but it's supposed to get uh, real cold. I bet. I bet. Well, it's great to connect you. Do you have a question, or would you like for me to just kind of pull a message for you? Um, I was curious about uh, if, if there's going to be a job coming for me. Let me actually pull a card for that. Are you putting out – now, lately, 
I know we're all feeling this kind of urge to kind of push our energy. I've actually been updating resumes um, and putting those out into the universe, all of my intentions. Is that what you've been doing as well? Exactly, every day almost. <laughs> so you can feel it for sure. I'm going to get, actually, I have a power jack that helps me um, wherever that is. All right. So have you already put in a resume and you're just wondering if you're going to get the job? I've put a few out there. <laughs> okay. All right. So the word focus is coming up. So they're saying you're very focused, and that's a good thing. <laughs> Focus really brings in um, manifestation and, you know, bringing in the energy of what we do want, our desires. So have you set any intentions, kind of written down your intentions for what you do want to come in? Because sometimes when we're waiting, that's what the energy is waiting for, is for us to get really focused and, and firm on what we want to come in. Uh, yeah, kind of like I, I put down uh, a, a position that pays good enough where it's close enough to home for a commute. Okay. Yes. And so I'm getting the card Eight of Raphael, which Raphael is an angel that governs really healing. I'm um, an eight is really all about balance and abundance. So the message that I'm getting is there is something better waiting for you. Do what you know is right for you, a spiritual quest. So have you felt like you're on a spiritual quest, like you keep putting things out and it's not coming kind of to fruition? Yeah, kind of yeah. feel that. Yeah. Like I said, that's a, it's a great kind of um, way to get set is to get focused and write down Five things, um, we just came out of the 369 portal to where you write down the things that you do want to come in that job. You can kind of visualize it and see it in your mind. You can feel how that new job would feel, and you can ask for guidance. So you can always connect in with your own uh, divine system and divine guidance and ask them to guide you to the right places. So that is the best way. Because right now it sounds like the energy has you on pause. Do you feel like you're on pause? We have a lot of kind of stuck energy. We're in the Mercury retrograde is ending, which is kind of going to be in the shadow phase for a little bit. So if you're feeling stuck, this, this message is saying just kind of pause because they are working in your favor. So the universe is really attempting to bring in everything that you're wanting, but patience and focus yeah. is really, yeah. <laughs> because they're trying to bring it in, but if there's any kind of impatience energy going on, then you're blocking your blessings. Does that make sense? Perfectly. Yeah. And it is saying um, to practice, so whatever it is that you do, to practice. It's saying polish your skills by practicing regularly. So I'm not sure if that has to do with your jobs that you're going for um, or in some sort of creative 
mode, the picture on this card is actually someone uh, playing what we're talking about, an instrument. So it can be anything, whether it's a game, <laughs> anything that you're pursuing. It is saying to practice your profession. Um, and also, are you connected to animals as well? It's saying you, you understand animals and communicate with them intuitively. Is there a possibility that you could have a career opportunity working with animals? I'd, at this point, I'd be open for anything that comes along. Yeah, well, maybe maybe think um, if that's something that you feel really connected towards is, you know, thinking about animals or just really if you have pets or someone else has pets to help you kind of, you know, cuddle those pets to help you kind of relieve any anxiety or stress from wondering if that job is going to come because really that, that job is all about learning patience right now. And it does sound like you're on a spiritual quest for that and, and you do have spirit saying, you know, we're going to bring it to you, but we're going to bring it to you in our own time. And the more that you can kind of just lay back and relax about it, the more it can manifest and come in for you. So it does sound like it's coming for sure. And that there's, okay. there's something that they have. Yeah. It's something better. So think whatever you were thinking of, think higher Think more aligned with your bigger dreams. And I think that's what spirit is really wanting to come in right now. Okay. Whatever your dream, cool. maybe you put a thought of a dream, they're saying go back to that and think of that bigger dream that you had because that is open to you right now. And they're showing mm. me a bridge, so they're saying go ahead and cross that bridge if there's anything keeping you back from that job or that employment, that place of employment, that profession, um, and it may even be talking about more schooling as well, but they are mm. saying something, something better is waiting for you, so it's coming in. Soon, I hope. <laughs> so don't get stuck on one. <laughs> as I say, don't put all your eggs in one basket, so don't get stuck on one idea or one employer, but let the universe know that you are open to all of your opportunities and your options and um, kind of focus in on, on what the things that you do want right now, because they're, they're ready and willing to give you what you desire. So, so thank you for connecting okay. and good luck on your job search. It's coming. Thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you for calling this evening. Thank you both. <laughs> thank you. Stay warm out there. <laughs> It's hard up in Ohio, let me tell you, okay? <laughs> That's why I live down south. <laughs> but, uh, no, thank you. That, I mean, I'm taking personal notes with each of the callers because the guidance that you give really is universal. And, you know, um, I, I know we talked about the year of the ox energy that we just mm. transitioned out of and it being slow-moving and not a lot of bloom. Yes. And then as of today, it's that water tiger flow. So, uh, you know, all of us are going to be getting a few more, uh, a lot more energy okay. towards the things, the intentions that we have set out. And so I love that as well. Right. You know, so. That's right. And that reminds me, I dug into my animal uh, wisdom the other day. And when we were talking about the tiger coming in, 
the energy the other day was this leopard energy. And when I noticed it, it was right before the tiger. And the leopard was all about nurturing and, and focusing. It showed the leopard on the tree branch kind of watching down below and um, having that, you know, laser focus on what it wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just the step before the tiger coming in with all of that kind of, you know, watery and fiery passionate and powerful energy it's really making sure that we are you know that we are honing in on what we do want instead of what we don't want mm-hmm. and so i think that that kind of played into that very well that energy that we're in right now it's just saying just hold because it's coming <laughs> we're mm. working it out you just have to get into this state of flow and state of patience and that comes with jobs yeah. a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the hardest realm you know, because we're dealing with our root chakra when it comes to employment and stuff. So it's it's very yes. challenging for us energetically to have, a, you know, the desire to change our root chakra supply to somewhere else, you know. So uh, yes. definitely to his experience of wanting to, to come sooner rather than later, <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I even thought about that today that, I always had a problem with, not a problem, but a problem, you know, kind of the way that we did things, resumes and things like that. So it was kind of coming to me today that we should create our own resume, a resume that we put out to the universe, right, and tell them. And it's kind of like manifesting, but to kind of put it out there as a vision board of like, this is my resume, this is what I have to offer you know, for the greater good of humanity. So it's funny how that's kind of connected with me right now. Because <laughs> the universe is ready for us. It's ready to give back everything that we want to, you know, put out to it and ask. Right. I love that. Thank you, sir. That was a great catalyst conversation there. Now, yes. One more caller on this evening. Caller number 2089. You're on the Psychic Inside Show with Shannon Nicole. Who are we speaking with? Hi, Shannon. My name is Stacy in Atlanta. Greetings. Hi, Stacy. Great to connect with you. How are you in all of these energies? I'm flowing. I'm moving. <laughs> I'm going with the flow as best I can, for sure. Good. I didn't really have a question. I would love a reading, but I I would like to know what's your favorite lunar cycle, favorite moon? I have to say it is this cycle, the new moon, um, because it is new beginnings. And when I first awakened, especially with my, um, in terms of my spiritual catalyst, the new moon, for one thing, I think we met on the new moon. And then I have a lot of inspiration come in for new, new, new moons, a lot of psychic insights, much more than any other day. So this is the, definitely the moon phase of my choice. <laughs> How about yours? Which one is yours? <laughs> I used to be a full moon person, and I'm yeah. moving into the new moon. Like this is, I'm, more, I'm most excited at the new moon. Yeah, this is an exciting energy coming in right now for sure. I don't, I don't know who can't like the new moon <laughs> this cycle. So <laughs> there's such beautiful Aquarian energy. Like I was sharing with Joelle today. Um, so we are. It's funny we're not getting a moon phase uh, this time. We are getting a south node, which the message is don't let your past hold you back. So whatever. And this is a lot of what the Mercury retrograde came in to do is to kind of free us from our past 
and to reevaluate, rethink our past experiences and bring those into a higher light. Have you found that to be true this past month or so? This is I the am. time where X's start coming around too. <laughs> <laughs> Because there yep. might be something that, unresolved. <laughs> that and yeah, I, you're you're spot on with that. Um, definitely <laughs> yes. been doing um, a lot of uh, reconciling the past, especially things I yes. thought I dealt with already. Um, just putting them in a new in a new space and managing Absolutely. from from a different space with that. It's been it's been great, but it's been a lot of work. It is. It is. It's, and it's all just for healing and teaching too. All of our past experiences are for that, so that we can really just bring them in and see what they taught us. You know, whether it's our childhood. You know, did it teach us to speak up more or be in our power more? Um, same thing with you know an ex-boyfriend. What were they teaching us? You know, were they mean to us? Were they teaching us? You know, a lot of people like we we often say, if they're giving you, you know putting you down for some reason, then they're really teaching you to stand up for yourself and to let them go really quickly because <laughs> they're no good for you. But, yeah, we tend to kind of stay around in relationships way too long when that's happening, don't we? <laughs> you know, that used to be a thing for me, but now I'm so quick to move on because I don't want to carry that dead weight. Like it's just so much harder Absolutely. to to stay around than it is to let go. And then you know, the letting go is off, often difficult, of course, but I'm finding it much easier just to be on my way, <laughs> cut my losses. That's beautiful. And you're probably connecting with a lot of people now, um, and that's probably your mission, is that you've been through that phase of your life where, you know, you felt like a victim or you, you were in past relationships with other people that, you know, just weren't serving. And so you're now able to kind of pass along that wisdom to others and help them on their journey. Because I know if you're like me, we have a lot of people that, you know, around us that are still kind of stuck in that old self and that old stagnant energy and um, not really understanding, not learning our lessons with relationships. Mm -hmm. They're also giving me um, journaling. So I'm not sure if you're a writer like me, but you journal your feelings. Are you able to do that? They're saying that that would be really um, a a great way of releasing anything from the past as well. And as I talked about, I I do it, but probably not as often as I should. Or could. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, same journal so it out good. and write how you feel. Okay. I sure will. <laughs> yes. I'll do that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Great connecting with you. Same here. Great connecting with you, <laughs> you both. You all have a great evening. Oops, sorry, I think I cut her off there, but <laughs> oh, no. I never know how quickly it's going to go. But thank you to everyone who called in this evening to yes, have thank your you. on here. And also for everyone who listened to the phone queue, it lit up about, you know, uh, well, there were people from the very beginning, but then it lit up as well when the call-in time happened and Uh, To each of you who listen as you hear the replay, I'm just really so uh, grateful for the experience of getting able to share with fascinating people stories that I know are 
touch me and so it has to be touching other people because that is the intention of this time that we spend together and Shannon I just thank you for allowing us into your inner world and sharing your journey and your bright sunshiny smile with us during this time this evening if you had one thing that you wanted to say to the guests before we close up what would your message be well, first of all, thank you so much for, you know, having me on. I know it's been a long time coming. I'm so glad we got to connect through this forum and uh, tell my story and, and talk a little bit about how, you know, who I am. And you are always an inspiration, Joelle, to me, and you know this already. And I love to just, to just learn all of your wisdom and apply that um, in my own teachings, right? I always say I'm not a very good book reader, but I love how, you bring in and connect the dots and give me this this wisdom that I didn't already have, these keys to, you know, the the past and the consciousness and everything. And, and I thank you so much, and I've enjoyed this time being on here. I think I would, you know, and that goes for, for everyone. I think, like we said, we're just, we're here to help empower others and inspire others as well. And every person holds a key to our consciousness, each other's. And so I always am just, so grateful to connect with any of my soul tribe and and the people listening and being here as well and I hope that I can you know help them in some way on their path forward and bring them in and uh you know and just keep them keep them keep them moving forward because that's what it's all about and we're all here to support each other and help each other and a lot of people on this journey don't have a lot of support around them so I am out here and I want to let everybody know that I am here to support them on their journey. I've experienced a lot and uh, I'm able to kind of bring a higher perspective to many things. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. But please do connect with Shannon out on at heaven to earth 1111 on the social channels and or at heaven to earth 222 at Gmail. And to each of you this week, I absolutely have the heartfelt desire that you should have all of the blessings that you can possibly hold and that those blessings will then spill out from you to be a blessing to the world around you. Know that the light in me absolutely honors and sees the light in you. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you again.